Good morning, everybody. I'm Robin O'Neill. Family and friends normally call me Robbie, by the way. Feel free to do the same. It comforts me. You're listening to me reading stuff on Podomatic and on iTunes. Thank you so much for subscribing on iTunes. That means a lot to me. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your comments. And thank you for just generally being you guys. An update on that $75 gift certificate I was off to use this weekend. I got some new clothes. And I swear to God, I feel like a champion. Um, I just, all I got was a new striped, striped? Striped t-shirt. It's a classic ballet capped sleeves t-shirt. But to me, it's nothing short of a miracle. (laughs) Seriously. I actually got two of them. One is a blue, let me... Hold on. I can't tell if it's blue or black and white stripes. And the other one has a kind of odd, like a raw sienna brown um, striped shirt. And it makes me feel like a million bucks. This morning I was rolling around the DMV in West Hollywood with my new shirt on. Everybody noticed. Everybody commented. Everybody loved it. I guarantee I'll have these shirts on. Well, I won't have them on for 25 years, but I will have them for 25 years. I keep my clothes. I keep things pristine. And I'm not even weird about it. I'm not obsessive or anything. Well, I am in other ways, but I'm not like a big clean freak or neat freak. But for some reason, I have a lot of respect for clothes and shoes and coats where I keep them perfect. I don't know how I do it. I don't have any clues to help you do the same, but I don't go through things quickly. I'll tell you one thing. I don't wear shoes that often. I rarely leave the house. When I do have to put on shoes, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I have to put on shoes right now? What kind of world is this where I have to wear shoes? (laughs) I get very upset. Um, Anyway, I'll be podcasting in um, 2041 with this same striped shirt on. That's how long I keep things. So I did go to the DMV today. Billy and I both had to renew our licenses. And I knew um, going into it. Well, I have. here's the thing. I know people think it's a nightmare going to the DMV. But I honestly don't get too bothered by it. I never have. And there's a couple of reasons why. Number one... Any place where people get upset just because there's a line kind of freaks me out. I'm just like, don't you have anything to do? Just bring a goddamn book. It's, it's that simple. I have books with me everywhere. Um, so you all, it's just a, it's kind of like a free chance to read. To me, you know, if I were at home, I'd be working. Or if you're at your job, you have to be working. But if you're at the DMV, take a moment. Get your favorite magazine if you don't want to read a book. I don't care what you do. Just sit there and read. Uh, that's always fun to me. The other thing is, here's my clue to you. Just get there when they open. Uh, so I made Billy go with me. He, he was totally good with this. Um, when I came up with this idea, just go early. Just you get there, you know, it opens at eight. We got there at about seven fifteen. Uh, there were a handful of people, I would say 12 people before us. So we're not the only ones thinking of this. And then you get in and out. We were out of there by eight 30. So um, everything went really well. I I would say overall, I'm very satisfied. I wish I knew the woman's name who helped me today. I would give her a shout out and say that I love her, but I didn't get her name. She didn't tell me and she didn't have a name tag on. Trust me, I was looking for it. Another thing happened. Billy was off getting his photo taken and there was this elderly woman who kind of rolled up to me and said something and she wasn't making any sense, but I was trying to help her and then The woman next to me tried to help her, and no one was helping her. But this prompted the old lady to say, I'm 91. Well, she said the word, she said 91. She kept repeating it, and we were getting the gist. All right, you're 91 years old. Good for you. And 
Anyway, after we, she said that, the woman next to me goes, 91, well, you're doing so well. And then the woman just kind of walked away. The 91-year-old walked away. It took her a good two minutes to get out of earshot because that's how slow she walked. And the woman next to me, who was being all sweet to her, leaned over to me and said, how horrible would it be to be 91 years old? I'd much rather be dead. And uh, <laughs> I've talked about this a bit. I'm trying real hard to practice boundary issues, which, which means I typically would have a conversation with a woman who says something like this, but not today. I just kind of laughed politely. I agreed secretly. I just didn't want to get into it. I'm not here for a conversation today, you know? I really am starting to question what was wrong with me, why I would talk to people so readily, um, strangers all the time. And, and it's so hard for me to just kind of smile because I think I'm being rude when I smile, whoops, smile in response to people. Sorry, I just hit my mic. But that's not rude. It's just, I don't know. I'm practicing my boundaries. Anyway, I agreed with that woman. She should read Mark Strand poems. They seem to all be about that. Like, yeah, we got, we've got this human impulse to keep on going, you know, for the most part we do. There are times when we don't. Um, and then, but really, it, it, yeah, I, I just keep thinking, like, I didn't get, I didn't ask to be here. I mean, I'm making the most of it, but, you know, it's, it's rough, right? We all agree on that, right, or not? What, is all glorious? I don't think so. Anyway, moving on. I told you all I'm going to continue reading from The Winged Energy of Delight. These are selected translations from the great man Robert Bly. I wanted to read something from the back of the book. Uh, this is a quote from James Hillman about this book. Translation, you know, I talk about translations. This is me again. This isn't James. Back to James Hillman in a second. I talk about translators as the most wonderful gift given to poetry and language, obviously. Um, and here's some, anyway, I love this quote. Translations disrupt the American mind's obsession with its own self-absorbed soul. We are suddenly taken abroad, other voices, soils, and smells. Light falls with another slant and darker shadows. An astonishing range of poets, styles, lands, and centuries is encompassed by Robert Bly's magisterial capacities, opening a book of the world and giving us a long and lovely read. Well, I really just like the beginning of that. No offense to the later part, but yeah, they disrupt the American mind's obsession with its own self-absorbed soul. I'm going to be reading you Ghalib, Ghalib, Indian poet, born in Agra in 1797. I don't know a lot about him. I know that he um, married when he was 13. He had seven kids. They all died when they were in infancy. Uh, I know he was into gambling for a while. And in this book, uh, Robert Bly tells us he loved cloudy days and moonlit nights. So we like him. Um, the poem I'm going to be reading is called My Head and My Knees. If I didn't cry all this time, my house would still be desolate. The ocean is huge and empty, just like the desert. Am I to complain about the narrowness of my heart? It's unbelieving. No matter what happened, it would have been confused. If I were patient for a lifetime, the doorkeeper would surely let me in. The doorkeeper of your house could model itself on such a heart. Before anything, there was God. Had there been nothing, there would have been God. It was because I lived that I died. If I had never lived, what would have become of me? 
Sorrow stunned my head, so why should I feel bad about my beheading? If it hadn't been detached, it would be resting on my knees anyway. Galib died centuries ago, but we still remember his little questions. What is before God? If I had never been born, how would that be? Okay, you guys, I swear I didn't plan that on being such a perfect um, kind of answer to what I was just saying right before I read that poem about me not asking to have been here <laughs> to begin with. But thank you, Galib. See, this is the beauty of poetry. They're infinite conversations we get to have. That's pretty special. You guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, I hope you know how much I appreciate it. I'm always around. I will be back on Instagram and uh, whatever it's called soon, Twitter. My handle there is R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. My God, though. I mean, I hope you know I really have taken this whole month off. Like, it's been a sabbatical from my phone, a sabbatical from texting, phone calls. I've, I've deleted all those apps from my phone. I don't get any notifications of anything. And I have to tell you, it has been so, so good for me. It's like I, I I'm, feel like I'm living like one used to live back in, let's say, 91, like before we had emails and stuff. So anyway, I'm hanging in there. I hope you're doing the same. I'm wearing my striped shirt. I'm loving it. I love you guys. Have a great week. I'll be back on Thursday. Take care of yourselves. Oh, in the, in the description of this podcast, you will find a link to where you can buy this amazing Robert Bly book, which, by the way, does not have a dull page in it. And the book is 385, 390 some pages long. So please buy the book. I love you guys. Goodbye.